Hey everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another show of Jump Podcast. Welcome to the show. Now, listen, if this is your first time, Jump is all about jumping and not literally jumping. I want you to jump into greatness and jump into success. So I find interesting people that will tell their story Because if they can do it, I know you can do it. Now, my next guest coming on is a great guy. We've been talking behind the scenes, and I want you to hear his story. So I'm going to say, yo, men, this show is for you. So sit back, relax, let's go. You know you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So, get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews Jr. Yes, get ready to jump with my special guest. Like I said, he's been there. Justin, are you there? I'm here, man. I'm here. How you doing today? All right, my friend. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. And like I told everybody behind the scenes, we've been talking and I was like, I'm kind of mm. jealous where you are. Uh, <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So tell everybody where you're calling in from. Yeah. So I'm just uh, just outside Atlanta, about 30 minutes north of the city. Uh, and yeah, weather's nice down here. It started to get kind of chilly this week a little bit, but yeah, it's sunny skies, about 45 degrees outside right now. It's a beautiful fall day down here. Oh, see? Sounds like it's not exactly what you're seeing out the window this morning, huh? <laughs> I'm jealous already, my friend. I'm jealous. So listen, who is Justin? Tell me your background. Where were you born and raised growing up? What were you, you know, dreaming of? Oh, man. So uh, I've actually spent most of my life in the South. I was born in Alabama. Uh, but we only lived there about six months, so I don't quite claim it. <laughs> and then we moved here to Atlanta and kind of lived in and around Atlanta most of my life. Uh, uh, have a family here now. My wife and I just had our 14 year wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations uh, on that. Appreciate it. Uh, two boys. So yeah, we're just living that, you know, the family life. Uh, they're 12 and 10. So, uh, starting to enter that, uh, teenage realm with two boys is always there's not a lot of dull moments in our household man but uh it's good it's good oh man that's the thing so growing up what did you want to be what did you uh, what, what was what was the ultimate dream that you're growing up and go oh man this is what i want to do so my my big thing i grew up playing sports i was always more a basketball guy than anything else 
And I just had this vision of standing on the sidelines, head coach for the North Carolina Tar Heels, uh, and just stalking the sidelines uh, in a nice suit was always kind of my thing too. But uh, no, I always wanted to be a coach and uh, decided that as I kind of grew up, realized, okay, I'm, I'm going to do the college thing. They didn't have a college degree for basketball coaches, unfortunately. So I uh, got my degree in education and have just always been a coach and teacher at heart. I, I realized very quickly, though, that being a, a college basketball coach wasn't what I wanted to do. I enjoyed the game, uh, still do, but just the life of a coach, being on the road, being away from your family, I realized that pretty quick, man. This is not I, – I knew – I've always been a family guy, too, even before I had a family. Okay. I knew that, you know, spending time with my wife, spending time with my kids, even though I didn't even have them yet, I was like, this is not going to work out, so – uh, did a bunch of things like a lot of folks went several different directions, uh, taught school for several years, was actually a middle school health and PE teacher. Oh, so okay. Could, there you go. We could spend hours talking about my <laughs> stories, man. I've, <laughs> I've got plenty when it comes to that. I tell you my, like my second week teaching school, uh, I was challenged to a fight by a sixth grader. Because I, come on now. <laughs> Because and, and you can see that I'm a pretty laid back guy. I'm a pretty friendly guy. I'm not just this, you know, hard ass that's trying to just run, run my class or anything. But I had the audacity of saying, hey, can you uh, go in the locker room for me? And he literally took his book bag off, took his sweatshirt off, put his hands up, was like, nope. And what are you going to do about it? And I'm looking around like, what is this? Am I being punked right now? What is going on? Uh, hey, what, hold on. But- what, what grade is this kid? <laughs> This was a sixth grader. And how tall is this one? Uh, half my size. I mean, you know, he's like, you know, four feet, nothing, <laughs> barely. And, uh, but it was, I really enjoyed aspects of teaching. I enjoyed the kids. I enjoyed parts of it, but just the overall structure of being a teacher wasn't for me. So, uh, kind of shifted into more of the fitness side, ended up getting my personal training certification and was in the fitness world for a long time. So I did the one-on-one training, helped run a boot camp, managed a CrossFit gym, ran my own personal training business, all that. And over the years, I, I enjoyed aspects of it, but I realized that what I enjoyed the most wasn't just the fitness side. I mean, all that was great. It's, you know, it was great seeing people lose weight. It was great seeing people, you know, get big biceps and all that. But it was about seeing them hold themselves differently, having more confidence, having more, you know, conviction in their life, having more just confidence to do the things they wanted to do. And so several years back, I decided to make the jump, realized that just, you know, telling people to do more squats and burpees wasn't what I wanted to spend the rest of my life doing. Uh, oh, man. So, I just, right? I just, got, and, I just got flashbacks when you said squats and burpees. You know, I'm just, sorry, I got flashbacks there. No, you're good. I, we don't want any you know, PTSDs popping up here on the show. But, uh, but realize that there were other areas of life that I enjoyed coaching people through. And I've always enjoyed being a speaker as well. So I uh, jumped into the leadership development world and been doing that ever since. So I get to uh, people enjoy coming to me a little bit more often than they did in the fitness side at a buddy that is still really into fitness and, and, and kind of that world. And it's like, man, being a fitness trainer is like convincing people to go to the dentist three times a week. Yes. You know, it's, it's just, <laughs> Oh, there's something about it. They know they, 
is good for them. They know it's something they need to do. But on the leadership side, I get to still be a coach. I've always been a coach and teacher at heart. Uh, now I just get to coach people around leadership, collaboration, uh, and and seeing more success in their lives. That's one of the reasons I was excited to come on here, man. I, you know, having that push to uh, jump into something better than than where you were, I think, is so important for all of us, man. We all need that push. Listen, I think you should research where that kid is. I, I bet yeah. you, I bet you any money that kid's in MMA right now. Okay, <laughs> probably so. <laughs> probably so. All right, so let's talk about when you knew that you had to change. So we we talked about you know the teaching and everything, and what yeah. gives you that first point for you to do what you're doing now. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to Proactive Marketing Mastery and watch your brand soar with Cast Magic. Oh, man, for for me, it was it was just the recognition that what I was doing wasn't it, it was doing two things. It, it wasn't providing me any levels of growth that I wasn't growing. I wasn't changing. I wasn't getting any better. I was finding myself just kind of in that rut. But then that was also coming through that the people I was coaching, I, I was still seeing results from my clients, but I just wasn't as invested as I needed to be for them to really see dramatic things in their life. And you know, I'd been doing it long enough that they were still seeing results, but it was just, I wasn't growing and I wasn't seeing the levels of contribution in other people that I wanted. So it was, it, it was knowing that I needed to figure out, all right, what do I need to do to number one, help myself continue to grow but also grow in a way that I can just impact more people. And so that combination is always something I've wanted. And once I started to realize I'm not really seeing either one of those right now, I need to start looking around to, to build on what I have been doing. I knew I wasn't just going to go out and, you know, just change directions completely, but what am I, what have I been doing? What am I good at? What am I uh, seeing the most results in that I need to really be important imparting into other people and uh, started working more at the time, kind of in the team building, team development side. And then that kind of shifted to, you know, what teams need are good leaders. And then recognizing that all of us, man, whether we're leading ourselves, whether it's us leading, and I speak to men a lot. I actually had a podcast for a couple of years uh, speaking directly to men and just recognizing that, man, man, men aren't given a lot of the tools and resources and support that they need. And we're just kind of floundering and we're just we're on our own. We're just trying to figure it out. And so having some support there, having some insight and some mentors, you know, kind of come along the way, you know, just it's like, yeah, this is, it's time. It's time. This so let is, me, let me, let me ask you this question. When people, yeah. when, when people say growth, right. Cause you yeah. said you weren't growing. What is growth? Cause here's people always say growth is too many things. What do you consider what growth is? Cause you said you weren't growing. What do you mean by you weren't growing? Cause you look like you're about six foot right now. So you look like, you know, you're, you grew. Yeah. <laughs> For me, honestly, it's growth is simple. Growth is just being in a better position than you were the day before. 
Mm. That's it. You just want to be in a better position. And, and what those positions look like can, can be different for a lot of people. You know, we all have those kind of boxes we put things to, in to whether it's family or our career or our business and, you know, our individually fitness, all that, you know, we can all look at our lives and see these kind of categories, but it's just about being in a better position than we were the day before. Like and that. that's it. It's simple. It's not easy, but yeah, uh, it's simple to just, and it's being able to number one for ourselves to be able to kind of look back and see, here's where we were, here's where we want to be. But also having those people around you that you kind of realize the people around me either aren't the people that I really want my life to look like, but they're also looking at my life saying, Hey, we're in a good spot over here. What are you doing? <laughs> You know, what, where are you at? Where are you in the same, in the same role, doing the same thing day after day and not really seeing yourself getting better? So that was it for me. It was just looking kind of at the pattern of life. And it was, you know, there were a lot of things that were going well in certain, my, my relationship with my wife was in a really good spot. My relationship with my kids was in a really good spot. Uh, I had maintained a little bit of that fitness side to where, you know, fitness was, was in an okay spot and it was just, but, but what's the impact I'm having on my life around me? What's my business look like? Am I just working for other people? Am I growing my own thing? What does that look like for me? And so, and so that's what it was. It was, it was growth and, and looking at those categories and seeing what do they look like? Where are the ones that are stagnating and what are the ones that need to get better? And again, that's a simple process, not an easy one, but just having that courage to kind of step back and say, what does it look like and where do I want to go? See, I like that. You said growth is something better every day. So the next day, you know, something was better than yesterday. I think as men, we put too much pressure on ourselves. So I think that, you know, when we see everybody else with like the nice house, the nice car, oh, I should be there. Oh, why does he have and what did I right. have and what the thing is. But I love the way you broke it down. It's one day at a time. If you find mm-hmm. yourself better than you were yesterday, you are growing. Yeah. All right. So take those baby steps. I think we don't take the baby steps. Do you think that men have too much pressure on ourselves or what is it? I think we do have a lot of pressure on ourselves and we we see really far into the future and we see these big dreams and these big plans for what we want for ourselves, for our businesses, for our families. And, and we see it way out there yep. and it's hard to break it down into those smaller chunks. And yeah, and a lot of that comes back to the fitness side, right? I mean, there's so many lessons that I learned in the fitness world that translate to just our, our lives and, and being an effective leader. But you know, you, you go to the gym and you walk out 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half later, how you know, the, the measurable results within that day may not be that dramatic, but you start stacking those days up and then you get a year into it and you look back and you see a picture of yourself, you know, that, that bathroom selfie, you know, holding our phone up and we see another one from a year later, like actually this has been working. And I think in our, in every era of our life is like that. And, you know, if we manage to do that a lot of times in something like the gym, we see that picture of what we want. And so we're willing to just kind of put our head down and try to get, you know, a little bit better every day. But when it comes to our businesses or our families or our relationships or whatever it is, we have a hard time seeing it in that lat in that light. And so, so the more that we can just break it down into, yeah, man, I want to be a little bit better today than I was yesterday. I want to be, when I wake up tomorrow, I want to add five more pounds, you know, <laughs> 
literally or just to our life. You know, I, I was doing this in my business and I just want to make one extra phone call. I just want to, you know, sign up one extra client. I just want to, you know, take a little baby step with my wife and have a, a slightly deeper conversation than we were having two weeks ago. Those types of, of steps, the things that really we look up a year later or five years later and we're in a much better place. So I like that. Looking at yourself in the mirror, taking that selfie, (laughs) looking at the biceps grow and it it maybe (laughs) one inch, but that is, that's key for us. Cause I think, you know, they always say girls growing up, think of the the princess dolls and the the perfect wedding and, you know, Mm -hmm. the fairy tale life. But men think about, I want to be secure for my family. I want to be the ultimate dad, the ultimate husband, the right. secure husband. You know, we we don't we don't manifest it like that. But as we get older, we think about those things. For sure, we think about those things. So, where do we need to stop? And when I mean stop, I mean putting all this pressure on ourselves. How do we do that? You know, I mean, how do we realize that? We are okay because you know when they say, and I find it funny when they say <laughs> midlife crisis. <laughs> you know what I mean? We get to yeah. that, we get to that point and we're like, oh, I've never had a sports car. Oh, I've never had this. Oh, oh, my life is over. I never did this in my life. But we yeah. didn't realize all the great things we've had already. Right. And I, so for me, it all comes down to the people that we have around us. It, it truly does. And and having a, a balance of the people around us. And I like to tell people that you have to have you know, we've all heard that thing of, you know, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And and that's true, but we sometimes we just stop there and we don't look at the types of people that we need to have around us. And we we definitely need to have people around us that are pushing us. We need to have people in our life that are either farther advanced in their career, their life than we are, that are seeing levels of success that we haven't seen yet. But we also need to be intentional about having people around us that can remind us to be grateful for the things that we have. Okay. You know, having, having someone in your corner that sometimes that you trust that can just say, Hey, Justin, Charles, like you've been grinding, you've been pushing, you've been striving, but when's the last time you took a second to step back and just be grateful? You know, when's the last time? And, and we can't have just those people in our life or we'll never go anywhere. We still need (laughs) that balance of having the people to push us. Yeah. If you get too many people around us, just, yeah, we're just sitting back being grateful. And then <laughs> five years go by and we're in the same spot. That obviously doesn't work. Right. But, but having people that really, that you can just step back and having those people that you trust to say that. And, you know, it's, a, it's another kind of principle that I stole from my fitness time. And, and that's the, the phrase that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. Mm. that we have to be able to step back and, and slow down just a little bit to make sure that everything around us is going smoothly. Take the time to be grateful. Take the time to evaluate where, evaluate where we're at. And that's just going to speed up the success that we want to see in our lives. We get, we get in a hurry a lot of times. And I saw this with, with fitness when it comes to, you know, Olympic lifting and barbell movements, we want to get so ahead of ourselves and just go, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And, and then we start messing up and then we start making mistakes and we start pulling too early on the bar and we do that in our lives too. So the more we have those other people around us that can take a second and say, Hey, Charles, man, you, you've been doing great. When's the last time you took a second for yourself? When's that the last time you took a second to see 
hey man, this show that you're doing, hey man, this business that you're running, hey, you you got some good things going. Let, let's celebrate that just a little bit. Yeah. And we, I mean, we have to stay there. Yes. We can't stay there, <laughs> but let's recognize it. Yeah have some gratitude about it, and then we can start taking even more steps forward. And I just want to add to something there. For me personally, patience. Right. Because we tend to think, oh, I haven't gotten an award yet. I haven't done anything yet. And and, and you think that you see other people, and maybe it was their turn, and your right. turn is not time yet. People get it in their early teens and then don't get an award ever again. Some people get it when you know they get old and gray and all these accolades come. You know, what I mean, yeah. don't don't look for it when it's your turn. It will come. So I love that you said that, you know, your people around you will keep you leveled and keep your spirits yep. up. And that's something phenomenal. But in that note, let's take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to dive in and how you help people and what are the key things that we can learn right after this. Stay tuned. Do you want to achieve your dreams and ambitions? Hi, I'm Carlene Grant and I'm a life coach. A life coach is great if you want to achieve something more in your life, if you're ready to move forward, launch into something greater, and live your life of excellence. Let me help you get there. You've got this. I'm Carlene, and I'm ready to be your life coach. You can call me at 647-746-7243 or carlene at ontarioenrichmentcc.com. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Yes, we are back with my special guest, Justin. Now, Justin, how can people find you? Uh, Probably the easiest way... uh, my web Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus. A range of real benefits and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Site and just about everywhere on social media is Justin Keir. That's K-I-E-R speaks. So JustinKeerSpeaks.com. Go to social media. That's Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. Justin Keir Speaks and you'll find me. All right. And I've added all those links in the description so you will be able to find them. So Justin, let's play a quick game before we get back into this. This is called Rapid Fire. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> first things that come to your mind, first things you say, and you can give a little quick reason why you said that, and then we just keep moving on. All right, uh, here we go. Before you get on stage to to talk, what song do you play first? Oh, 
Uh, you know, it's funny and it takes me back because my kids saw a thing of this pop up the other day. One of them in my playlist to this day is Eminem's Lose Yourself, <laughs> right? They had a thing pop up uh, on YouTube or something and they're like, what is this? I was like, that's 8 Mile. They're like, how do you know what that is? You're old. <laughs> yeah, that's from back in my day. But yeah, that's still up on my playlist <laughs> to uh, this day. It was a good workout song and it's a good one there too. There you go. Favorite food? Uh, for me, fresh fish. I'm a steak and potatoes guy too, but yeah, like a good trout is just, mm. Okay. Makes my mouth water just thinking about it. Book. Oh, oh man, looking back on my shelf behind me. I'll tell you one of them is uh, The Intentional Legacy by a guy named David McIlvaney. It was one of this. It's one of my main ones back here. We had him on uh, my podcast from a couple years back, too, and just talking about what we, uh, as men especially, desire for our lives and being intentional about it. The Intentional Legacy. All right. Well, we know it's sports. What's that? I said sports. Oh yeah, sports. Uh, definitely a basketball guy. <laughs> definitely a basketball guy. All right, superhero. Superman. Why? For sure. You know, Superman is one of the only superheroes, and just kind of his uh, personality, where his costume is the opposite of what he really is. Uh, a lot of superheroes, like Batman, he's a regular guy, and he puts on his suit to be this hero uh superman puts on somebody that's not who he is and it's just a regular guy so he's one guy that has to walk through life disguising in a sense his true personality and his true powers so i always thought that was fascinating all right hidden talent hidden talent So I have two. One is not really hidden, but uh, the ability to coordinate clothes. I can put a shirt and tie combo together like a boss. (laughs) But the other side of that is uh, the ability to load the dishwasher and get absolutely everything in there. Like I'm the guy I can walk up and there's like eight things left in the sink. And my wife's like, yeah, it's it's full. Uh, 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 Stand back. I got this. And I'm getting everything in there. Listen, I'm, I've never heard that before. I'm being honest with you. The, the, it, <laughs> hidden talent. The digital, I love it. All right. Yep. Here it is. You said you just celebrated, what, 14 years with your wife? 14 years, yep. All right. So here it is. The ultimate dinner. You're cooking. What is the ultimate anniversary dinner you're making for your wife? Uh, it comes back to, so it comes back to the favorite food. We're both big into fish. So it would be fish, a couple good size, maybe a sweet potato, maybe asparagus, uh, some garlic bread, good uh, salad beforehand. All That's right. probably it. So if your wife's listening to the show, then you know, you yep. gotta, you gotta, you gotta step up, right? <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's uh takeout Chinese is, uh, so that's what we'll do tonight. No. <laughs> All right. There you go. If you didn't know who this man is, you got to know him real quick. And he is a man that helps other men become great. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's dive back into it. How do you help other people become great? Conversations conversations and giving them space for the insights of things that they never realized was possible. Uh, you know, it's, I think as men, one of the biggest things that holds us back. Uh, and I even was on the TEDx stage about a year ago talking about this very thing. It's, it's, we isolate ourselves. Uh, 
it, it's and and it, what's crazy about isolation is if you look back through through time in ancient civilizations, ancient cultures, one of the harshest punishments that could be doled out on an individual, it was equivalent to the death penalty, was banishment. Like isolating somebody truly killed them. That's what it was. If you wanted to kill someone, you separated them from the group, from the tribe, from the community. And yet we're in a situation in our lives, especially as men now in this society where we do it to ourselves. And we, we step back and we think we have to have all the answers by ourselves. We think we have to figure everything out on our own and it's just not the case. And so for me, it's just giving that, that space really to have a conversation with the guy and, and let him see that he, number one, he's not alone. Number two, that the things he's going through are not unique just to him. And then providing some space for a conversation where he can have some insight into what's going on into his life. And, and my goal as an individual coach is not to just come in and tell him, Hey, do this, do that. Here's what you don't need that. You don't need that. Now, maybe in your job, if you want to be better at being an engineer, then yeah, you need to have someone say, this is how you be a better engineer. But for a lot of men, it's, it's having just that, that space to understand what's really going on. What is going on in your life? in your business, in your relationship? What does that look like? Where do you want to be? Where have you been? What is that gap in between to help you get there? And having those types of conversations, whether it's just with me, whether it's the people around you as a leader, that's what I offer. It's just space for those conversations to take place and and getting out of that that sense of I've got to do everything by myself. It just doesn't, it just doesn't work. All right. So let's, 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 I'm stuttering because I want to really jump onto this one. <laughs> Let's do it. We okay, but we were brought up that way. I feel yeah. that as men, we're like you know, we're taught you're the man of the house. Go deal yep. with it. Yep. Okay. You you know you gotta take care of your wife and kids. Go deal with it. You watch on TV and you know yep. you watch the shows and the men's doing these great things and you see the women just wooing over the man, taking care of it, the superhero kind of man. So when we get into our ruts mm-hmm. we don't know where to go turn to we think we have to handle it ourselves we don't know yeah. if we can call another you know who do we talk to right. you know what i mean and it's kind of hard for a guy to call another guy and go dude i need help like a guy's like dude you don't know how to do it like <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> you know what i mean like dudes well you're closest friends but why is it that we can't pick up and and ask for help what is that you know, I think a lot of it comes down to to two things. Part of it is ego. Oh, you know, okay. all of us as guys have ego. We want to be we want to be seen as that guy that can handle things. We yeah, I think that's one of our biggest fears as men is that we're not enough. For whatever it is. I mean, what that whatever that looks like, it, one of our greatest fears is that we're just not going to be enough. And that's that's a valid concern and the but that's a very real thing in all men what's done a disservice to us like you say has just been growing up and society is and and i love good movies as much as anybody but it's from it's john mcclain it's rambo it's you know it's (laughs) the lone ranger we just see these movies this guy just doing it on his own and and it and i'll be honest it makes for a great movie i like watching them all too but i think there's been a shift even just in the last, you know, 
three to five years of, of people realizing that that's part of what we need as men is a crew around us. Right. And we, and one of the keys, I think this is one thing that helps people is starting to make some of those relationships and those bonds before you need it. You know, it, it's starting to build some of those relationships and being able to look around and quite honestly, just seeing who are some of the people around me that I might be able to go to if I needed something. I may not need anything right now, but who are some of those people? And if you look around and you don't have any of those people around you, then it's time to explore. And us as men, we're exploratory by nature. We like conquering new things, tap into some of that. And all right, let's see whether it's reaching out online for podcasts and shows like this and others, jumping into books, going to networking events in your area, just taking some of those steps to start reaching out and then seeing what happens as, as that grows. But yeah, it, it's definitely kind of ingrained in our culture. The good news is it's, it's shifting a little bit, Yeah, right? You know, it's, <laughs> it's shifting a little bit to where, you know, it's not as odd. When I first started doing coaching, it, to a certain degree, it was, wait, what's a coach? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who, who has a coach? And now you talk, it's like, oh yeah, my coach told me this. Yeah. My coach told me that. And so it's more, you know, even I spend a lot of time in the corporate world too. And years back, it was the only people that had coaches were the ones that were basically about to be fired. Yeah. It was like, you're, <laughs> you're not doing your job. You're not holding up your end. You're really struggling. So we're going to bring in a coach to help you. And over the years it shifted. And now it's the ones that have coaches. They're the ones that are being tapped for the next level. Yes. It's this guy is, you know, he's kind of a mid-level guy, but we see something special in him. We're going to bring in a coach to help him get to that next level in his life and his career. Right. And so the I think the perspective has been shifted just a little bit to where now people are recognizing that having a coach, having a mentor, having somebody around you, those are actually things that all of us need to have. So I think it's shifted a little bit. So let's talk about this. Yeah. Someone's listening. How do they get you to be the coach? Is there a fit? Do they have to call you first, email you? Like, how do they know that you and him or could be the right fit? How does the process work? Uh, first thing would be just reaching out. Uh, email tends to work best. Uh, Justin at Justin Keir Speaks. Just reach out and we start a conversation. And sometimes based on that initial outreach, I can tell you know, this may not be the best fit. Sometimes it's, hey, yep, this person is someone that uh, I really could help them. Sometimes it's, let's have a conversation and let's see. I don't know how this is going to go. What is this going to look like? Let's just have a conversation and see. Uh, and and quite honestly, the kind of person that, that tends to be the one that, to reach out and the person that ends up being the best fit are the folks that have seen a lot of success and are kind of bumping up on that ceiling and they're not sure how to break through. Uh, it tends to not be the person I, I make a distinction between, uh, I'm more of a swim coach than a lifeguard. <laughs> okay. I, if someone is just drowning and flailing and they're a, you know, a two or a three on a scale of 10 in their life and they're, you know, living in their parents' basement and they're working a dead end job and they're just, they have no relationship prospects and they're 45 pounds overweight. They're just, they have zero, just, I don't know where to turn. I'm just flailing. There's a lot of really good resources for, for those types of guys. You know, there's, there's podcasts and there's books and they just need kind of a, a, a kick to move forward. I'm the guy that's looking around and he's like, you know what? I've actually seen a decent amount of success. I've, 
I've got a business that's doing well. I'm in the house that I want. I drive a nice truck. Again, we're in the South, right? So I, I drive <laughs> a nice truck and I got the wife and a couple kids and they're just, but there's something missing still. And I, I don't quite know what that is. I don't quite know what that looks like. You know, I started, I have a business and we were at four employees, but now we're at 30 and I'm just, what is it? What's next? And those are the kind of conversations that can really lead lead to some massive breakthroughs for that person. It's that that person that's a you know they're an eight. It's like, but an eight's not enough. And they're having conversations with people, and even some people that look at them like, well, what do you mean you're not enough? You've done some great things. Look at everything you've got. But in their head, they know, but there's still something more there. I'm still not quite satisfied. Those guys, we really can we really can do something special. All right. So I like to play this quick game before I let you go. It's All called right. Pick Three. So there's okay. questions from one to ten. I need you to give me three numbers between one and ten, and those are the questions I'm going to ask. Okay. Go ahead. Pick three numbers. Uh, three numbers between one and ten. Uh, let's go three, seven, and nine. Three. You know, I don't know what it is, but I got to look back at some of my other uh, shows. Everybody picks three, seven, and nine. I gotta play like Terry or pick three or something. Oh, <laughs> you, you you may have to. <laughs> I All can right. pick through three new numbers if you want to ask some questions. You, I'm flexible. <laughs> no, this is great. I'm just, I think everybody has it. We're all on the same wavelength here. I love it. Okay, here it is. Ready? Yep. First question: What advice would you give someone trying to go into the career you're in? Find somebody that's doing what you want to do. And do what they do. Reach out to them, talk to them, consume their stuff, but find somebody that you look at them and you're like, that, that's where I want to be. Look for a coach that you look up to, whether someone you've hired already or just someone that you really admire their stuff and and do what they did. Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Yes, please. I like that last part you said. Someone's doing it. They're successful. Then obviously they know what they're doing. Don't try to change it. Yep. All right. Question number seven. Okay. If you were in my shoes, what question would you have asked that I didn't ask you? Oh, that's a good question. I like that question. What question? uh, I'd have to say uh, maybe my biggest takeaway from early in my life to now, kind of my biggest takeaway. Uh, And for me, it would come back to, to the education side and just knowing the impact that I was able to have on people then at a younger age, but the system that was set up around them was just causing them to just flail. And as adults, we do the same thing. We, we end up in these situations and these systems around us and they're just not serving us. And we stay there instead of recognizing this just isn't working. Let's mix things up. All right. Last question. Um, your signature question. What is your signature question? You had a podcast before. So what was your signature question that you, your go-to question? So it was actually the question that, uh, we asked every guest at the end of every episode and it was, what is something that every man should have? And it was a really fascinating question because we got, we got crazy answers. We got everything from a life plan to a tank 
really. <laughs> Every man should have a tank. But what was so enlightening was of all the men that we interviewed uh, and we asked that question to over 75% of them made some reference to a friend, a mentor, uh, someone holding me accountable, my a board. A, what, and it was just that reminder that every single one of them recognized to be where they are now successful, they needed somebody else. And, you know, we look for all these other tools and tricks and, you know, you know, uh, these crazy things and gadgets and gimmicks and all this stuff to try to see success. And it's the other people, it's other people around us helping push us forward, helping keep us accountable, helping us see opportunity where we don't see it. But what is one thing every man should have? And far and away, it was other people other people around you. I can see it. I can see it. Cause I, I was trying to think myself and all I could think about was like, I kept thinking about my family, my friends. I'm like, can't be by myself. I was like, okay, what else? Like, is, is he thinking about like a tool or do I need food? Or first thing that came to my mind was family and friends. So yeah. And, and, and we, we set that question up to be a little open-ended, like, you know, men went different ways with it. Uh, so it was always interesting, but yeah, everybody, kind of when you first heard the, the, the question, you would think of more the practical or a tool or a, a something, but everyone always comes back to other people. So yeah, whether it's other people around you, your family, your friends, that's, that's what really matters. I kind of like the tank though. Yeah, I'll take it. You can give me one. <laughs> I kind of like the tank, my friend. I like the tank. Yep. Listen, it's been a pleasure, my friend, having you on my show. Um, just talking, you know, hopefully, you know, the men listening know that, you know, we need to talk. Yeah. Straight up. We need to get our, yeah. our views out there. We need to get our emotions out there and just having someone we can talk to and know that, hey, we are doing great things. You right. know what I mean? You don't have to be down on yourself. Every little achievement you do is a great thing. So yeah. one more time, how can we find you? How can we locate you? Uh, Justin Keir, K-I-E-R, speaks. So justinkeerspeaks.com and all the social media platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Justin Keir Speaks. All right, Justin, this is your opportunity right now. Before I let you go, it's called the shout out. This is your opportunity to shout out anybody you want to say hi to. This is your opportunity to shout them out. Oh, man, it's, it's got to be my wife. Again, uh, we just hit 14 years, but uh, I wouldn't be where I am today without her. And uh, so her and my two boys... Like you mentioned earlier, one thing every man's got to have is is a family around them, and mine's incredible. So, got to shout out my wife and boys. There you go. Listen, my friend, it's been a pleasure. It has. I appreciate you having me on, man. This has been a great conversation. I've really enjoyed it. All right. Now, listen, everybody, as I always said, you didn't have to listen, but I'm glad that you did. Listen, grab somebody, call your brother, call your father, your cousin, or even your best friend and say, hey, just thinking about you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. If you liked the show or have a comment, we would love to hear from you. Join our mailing list. And as always, check out our special deals links below. I hope this has inspired you to look at your life and jump. See you next week. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater 
new, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000, plus get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job, please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback, so please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.